live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on August 31st to hit the internet on September 1st. That's right, the first day of September. How's everyone doing in these... Thank good. Thank you for asking. I'm well. Um... Today is a big day in the city of New Haven and in Brian, many in New Haven. college up, towns. All the people are back. You see the moving trucks everywhere. The whole gang is back. I was just sitting out on the porch um, drinking my beer here. We'll, we'll introduce it early to the show. It's a Long Trail Brush and Barrel Series Imperial Pumpkin. It's uh, 8%. It's really good. It's not too uh, sugary and it, it packs a punch. You taste that alcohol in there. You taste the alcohol. And my wife are just sitting there on the porch, and you see the, the like personification of a Yale crew just walk by. It was like some douchebag white guy walking his dogs that have uh, with the little ribbons around the neck. He's got some sort of shaved thing, uh, head, with the hair over to the side. I don't know what that's all about. Uh, you had some girl who looked just out of place, big glasses. You had the Indian girl. The only thing we were missing was an Asian. And then you would have just said, hey, that's Yale. But anyways... We need Yale here in New Haven, because then it would just be Bridgeport. Um, you can always listen to this show, and more, uh, I don't want to say xenophobic, that, that's the wrong word there. Um, you can listen to more of this on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, YouTube, and you can uh, always follow me on Twitter, at BrianBuck13, and remember, that now, now, you can also... Follow me. If you don't want to deal with all the bullshit about what I ate for dinner and my thoughts on this and that, I tweet a lot less now at the actual show has a Twitter account, Red Ticket Blues. Twitter, at Red Ticket Blues. So what are we going to talk about today? I sort of say the same thing every time, right? The last few weeks, football is starting, baseball is ending. Well, we'll get into a little of all of that. We'll talk, talk about Russell Wilson because uh, he's holy. Well, he, the things he deals with, he's holy. He has a personal relationship with God that it goes bigger than most people. That's amazing. Uh, we'll also get into a little bit of the Little League World Series that ended this week. And I'll tell you what I think about the Little League World Series because I know you're all dying to know. And we'll also get into, and you know, we'll, there'll be, be sprinklings of other shit in, in between. And we'll also talk about a curious and disappointing move by the Boston Red Sox last week, and that was getting rid of a major part of their team. But let's begin with Russell Wilson. Now, Russell Wilson is the quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks. He is... We all know what Russell Wilson is. He just signed an enormous contract. I think he's the second highest paid quarterback in the league now behind Aaron Rodgers. Russell Wilson is what he is. He is not an amazing quarterback. He's a good game manager. He's a good decision maker. He is mobile. Is he a product of the Seahawks? Possibly. Do I like asking questions myself? Of course. It makes me feel smarter. Um, but is he... Would you, If you put him on the Jaguars, would that make a difference? Would, would he make a difference to that team? It's a good question. Now... Now, Russell Wilson has sort of become a media darling. He is positive. He's And, and listen, positivity is needed in sports sometimes because it's lacking. Um, now, he has aligned himself with Derek Jeter at Players Tribune. So he's going that route. He's going that route of positivity, say the right things, don't give him too much. But he just did a little article, sit-down. I guess it was more than a sit-down. 
with Rolling Stone magazine. And he talked about his personal relationship with God. He's very big. He's, he's a Bible bumper. Okay. He's a holy roller. And I'm not going to, you know, besmirch anyone that does that. Begrudge, I think, is better, the better word. I was brought up Catholic. Do I go to church? No, I don't. Everyone has their own religious beliefs. I just don't like when people push it on me. Back the fuck up. I get it. You're happy. You found God. But here's another thing. Uh, now, in, in that crazy NFC Championship game last year, Russell Wilson took a shot to the shoulder slash head from Clay Matthews. And, you know, it was pretty big. Now, he recovered quite nicely to play in the Super Bowl. And what he said was, these are the quotes from the Rolling Stone article. I banged my head during the Packers game in the playoffs, and the next day I was fine, says Wilson. It was the water. Yes, the water. You see, Russell Wilson is aligned with uh, some sort of, uh, I don't want to say holy water, but he certainly makes it to seem that way. He said, Rogers uh, offered, a, it looks like his agent offered a, uh, he said, well, we're not really saying we have medical proof of that. I'm reading here, but Wilson shakes his head, energized by the subject. He speaks with, with an evangelist zeal. I know it works, his eyes brighten. Soon you're going to be able to order it straight from Amazon. So what we're saying here is Russell Wilson has holy water. And he's going to give it to you for $3 a pop. Yes, $3 a pop, Reliant Recovery Water. Uh, he is saying that this water that has nanobubbles and electrolytes, which those sound important. I couldn't tell you if they are. They could be, that could be, you know, cherry soda too. I wouldn't know the difference. But he says that's going to help you. He wanted to clarify his remarks after. He said, I didn't have a concussion. I guess it was perceived wrong. I did not have a concussion. I was saying that I had been consistently drinking the water for a month and a half, five, seven times a day. And I was like, man, maybe this stuff is helping me out. I didn't have a head injury. But what I was trying to say is I think it helped prevent it. I think your brain consists of like 75, 80% water. So I think that just being hydrated, drinking the recovery water really does help. Now, do you understand how crazy uh, Russell Wilson sounds in this? He sounds batshit insane. Now, I understand it can do more to rejuvenate the body when you're in athletic competition and things are happening, but this is this is water that's preventing concussions. Not those big helmets. Not the big helmets that they put on there. Not, not, not playing better. Not, not spear hunting, spearing people's heads. But water. And how about this? Brace yourself. Russell Wilson is selling the water. Maybe Jesus told him to sell the water. Who knows? Now, I, I teased a story last week about... Uh, well, about this. Yes, I teased a story last week about drinking piss because some athletes say that's what you do. It is a competitive edge. Maybe we should start te urine testing for ingested piss. If that works, can we can we find that out? I don't think that's going to work. Um, now, piss itself, urine, the, the, the scientific term, is 95% water, plus minerals, proteins, vitamins, and antibiotics. Now, because I couldn't tell you what really any of that is, like I know those words and everything, but there are more of them. So minerals, proteins, vitamins, and antibodies, I think, are better than nanobubbles and electrolytes. That's my take. Uh, people have used piss. I, I didn't even know this. And like I, I remember Moises Alou used to pee on his hands to get a better grip on the bat. And I also read that... Uh, Jorge Posada, he'd say, you know, don't don't shake my hand during spring training. It's not a good thing. 
And Juan, Juan Manuel Marquez, uh, was a few years ago, made, made a big deal on HBO, uh, the, the, you know, the, the pre-show, the 24-7 show when he was fighting Mayweather. He's drinking his own piss. And he ended up losing, so it didn't really do good for the pro-piss movement. But here's this. So drinking piss, that's 95% water. That's more than, you know, what Russell Wilson is saying. So... Is it better to drink piss than his crazy water contraption? I don't know. It's a great question. I think your brain consists of like 75 years. So I think that just being hydrated, drinking the recovery water, being hydrated helps your brain prevent injuries. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, man. It sounds like one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. A lot of, a lot of evidence backing that up. But here's another thing. And, and, I think a lot of people, including my wife, they don't like Russell Wilson. You know, because I think he's a phony. But no one says that. You know, no one, no one says. And he's also, you know, he's also dating a a beautiful. She's a singer, Sierra, who also dated Bow Wow. I guess that's a step up, Bow Wow to to Russell Wilson. That that's good. And he has made it a big deal that uh, he will not have sex with her until they are married. He's been married before, so it's not like he's a virgin. But uh, the reason that this is even a topic, probably, because most men, most athletes, um, you know, they're impregnating women at the rate of how many keys you have in your keychain. So a guy like this makes news. So I have a question for you. I remember a quarterback a few years ago who got criticized for his religious views and his relationship with God and his vow of celibacy. His name is Tim Tebow. And I know you're all rolling your eyes saying, oh, yeah, but Tim Tebow stinks. Listen, Russell Wilson is a better quarterback than Tim Tebow. You're not going to, you're not, I'm not going to fight you there. But Russell Wilson is not Aaron Rodgers. Does he, is he justified to that contract? Three years, two Super Bowls. His resume speaks for itself, but let's be real. Is he a product of that offense? We're going to see. Is that defense help him? Again, the questions I'm asking to myself... I sound a lot smarter, possibly. Do I sound smart? Russell Wilson's a weird guy. I always suspected he was a weird guy. And now reading that he has bottled holy water for you and you only for $3. Like a snake oil salesman going from county to county. Look what I got here. Look at that. You've never seen anything like this. And then bring the rube in there. Drink it, drink it. Don't you feel good? Don't you feel good? Oh! Anyways. What else is going on in football? We talked about RG3 last week and... What I talked, uh, well, you know, what I said about him is uh, his career may be over with the Washington Redskins, and I think today that's another, uh, another, some more writing on the wall. He was benched in favor of Kirk Cousins, and Mike Shanahan, who's not even on the team anymore, says that he has a chance. Kirk Cousins has a chance to be one of the top ten quarterbacks in the league. Mike Shanahan, there's a reason you no longer work in the NFL. You're crazy. You're smoking some sort of great marijuana. Um. But RG3, and the unconfirmed reports from TMZ that say, hey, his teammates are happy he's no longer there. Well, maybe. He hasn't been protected in a long time with that offensive line, but still, he makes bad decisions. I don't think he's done. I think he needs to be let go and find a home possibly somewhere else so he can restart this career. Because he's still only, what, 25 years old? I mean, come on, you can't say this guy's done yet. Uh, But they also are in a quandary, too, because they can't cut him. Because I, I don't think he's been... They can't cut him yet because I'm not sure if he's been cleared to uh, actually play. So you can't cut someone with a concussion. And 
At the same time, if they do play him and he gets hurt and that injury lingers in the 2016, he automatically is, gets 2016's uh, salary amount for $16 million. So that also makes him very unappealing to anyone else that would pick him up. What are you going to do? Uh, RG3, his days are quite, quite numbered in the District of Columbia. Watching Hard Knocks, um, I will say that the Texans are very boring, and they don't look like they're very good either. They have J.J. Watt, which we all know was very good, and when you have to make the decision and Brian Hoyer is your quarterback, that's not good. It's not good. Giants and Jets played this week, and this goes for most of preseason. I really don't care about preseason whatsoever. It's, it's very uninteresting to me, and... I think the only people that are really busting their ass, obviously, are rookies and people that are trying to make the team. Because in reality, what are we watching? What are, what's going to be the news out of a preseason game? The news out of a preseason game is going to be like the news in NASCAR. Bad things. The only thing that you're going to remember from that are injuries. You're not going to remember that, oh, that team beat that team when it's all said and done. Because who really gives a shit? It's preseason. You're going to remember, oh, so-and-so hurt themselves in that preseason game. Oh, so-and-so smashed into the side of the wall. Oh, that's why I remember that race. Come on. Uh, and why is it that we root for cra- crashes in NASCAR but don't root for players to get hurt? That's fucked up. I'm not rooting for players to get hurt. I don't think where there should be some sort of big cause where we should do that, but that's messed up. I know they're, they're, they're you know, encased in a car to for the blunt of force, but it's fucked up. Shit's fucked up. All right, um, so let's move on from football. That That's starting soon, um, as we know. Everyone's getting their fantasy in, in gear, getting your survivor pools ready, just being mongos about it. And you see that new movie with Will Smith called Concussion coming out, and a nice little, uh, it's, it's all about the doctor that found the CTE, which is the sort of the tau, is that what it's called, uh, in the, uh, the, the, the CTE that they found in, in people's brains, to sh- goddamn concussions, uh, so that should be an interesting movie, right? Around the end of the season when things are getting dicey. Nice, nice strategic release. Um, but we have that. So, I, you know, before I move on to other stuff, I want to get back to this, what I first talked about, and these freaking Yale students. Brian now, in New Haven. What's up, Brian? When you, when you think of New Haven, what do you think of? You think of murder? Well, maybe not. Listen, New Haven isn't Xanadu, but nor is it Fallujah. Okay. But lock your doors. Um, the main thing you think of is Yale students. And, and they're back. And they have one thing in mind. One goddamn thing. It's not about graduating. It's not about saying I'm at Yale to tell all their friends back home. It's about walking in front of my fucking car for the next four years and not paying attention to traffic signals. That is, that is what they are going to do. They, I can see it in their eyes. They're already ready. They're not going to... So next time as I'm driving by, being on the lookout for all these assholes, because who knows if I actually hit them how much money they'd sue me for. So as they're talking, looking at their cell phones, or talking about how their dad's part of Freemason or part of the Illuminati, they're going to walk in front of my car. I'm going to lay on my horn. I'm going to point at the do not cross sign as they look back. And it's not a look of like, how dare you look at me? It's a look of confusion. They look at me to be like, what is this person doing? Why, why are they doing... You know, Ivy League students, it's amazing how fucking dumb they can be when it comes to simple things like traffic signs. Amazing. And while I'm on it, traffic signs, you know, and some of these people are Yaleys too, but this goes for everyone everywhere. 
People riding bikes, can we talk? Listen, I got all the respect in the world for you. You have your bike lands, and sometimes they're very small, I get it. But try to stay to the side. So, but, so what some of them do is they want to pretend they're a car. You're a bike. But, and my wife knows this rant. God, she's probably rolling her eyes as she's listening to this because I probably have this rant at least once a month. Just say, you know what I think? If you're going to be a car, they want to be cars. So they will hold up traffic on their fucking 10 speed and just take forever, la-di-da, looking around as if life is just wonderful. But then when it gets to the red light, they go right through it. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. Cut the shit. You want to be a car? You play by the car's rules. That's final. I'm sick of this shit. I'd like to go through red lights. That motorcycle you hear in the background, he's probably going through a red light, maybe, or he wants to. I, I, I can't take it, though. I, I've yelled at them before and said, you are not a car. And they'll just look at me. Anyways, that's my spiel on Yale students and, and possibly coinciding bikes. Fuck them all. Them and the sharks. Um, so what else happened this week? Um, where am I? I'm looking at my notes here. I got some notes this week, so that's good. That's good. Uh, oh, and you know what? While I'm at it, I, I promised you a guest last week and it didn't happen. I was having major issues as the, I know nothing about any of this shit, about technology, any of this stuff. I'm learning as I go. And I looked and tried and found every way to do this. It's a very simple thing, but apparently I couldn't. And you know what's even more demoralizing? When you look up the tutorials on YouTube, and it's like some 12-year-old doing it. And he's like, hey, yo, this this, this big dizzle 95, I'm just showing you my tutorial. And I'm just like, wow, I'm sitting here listening to a fucking preteen tell me how to do something so simple. But I will give a definite uh, big vote of, uh, not a big vote, but a big thank you to my soon-to-be brother-in-law, Joe. I won't say the whole name. I don't know if he wants that. Who guided me through the process as I asked completely amateur questions that he probably thought were ridiculous. But he guided me through the whole process and I truly appreciate it. And his soon-to-be wife, Natalia, who made an amazing logo for the Red Ticket Blues. It is amazing. I don't think it's actually been updated on Apple. Uh, I probably updated it wrong. So I'll probably watch another kid who likes to swear because it's cool on his tutorial. Like guys in their podcast. So I'll find out what I did wrong there, but that's the same my same picture of me on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, all that. But it is a great logo. I'm putting on hats, T-shirts. I'm giving it to – I'm just going to walk around give it to homeless. Go to homeless shelters. They, they get around. So there you go. Um, thank you to both of you. And you know what? If Again, I, I, I will tell them – Support their uh, app. Check out their app. If you want to support it, that's up to you. But I think you should at least check it out. Picks and on Twitter, it's at its picks. Uh, it's sort of like if you take um, TripAdvisor, Yelp, and apply it to everything. You make your own list. You share it with your friends. You rate it, and it should be the one-stop shop for finding things putting them on lists of things to do, completing them, showing people. You know, it's all about sharing a community. So eventually, hopefully, Picks will make TripAdvisor and Yelp become things of the past. So the hell with both of them, and it will only be a world ruled by Picks. So thank you for both of them. And the check, I hope, is in the mix. Now, the Little League World Series just ended uh, the other day. Japan beat um, they beat Pennsylvania. 
in the finals. And, you know, of course, Twitter was on fire with their Hiroshima-Nagasaki jokes. You know, I know it was a long time ago, but, you know, we, we dropped a fucking atomic bomb on those people. It's pretty, it's not something to fucking laugh about. And, I, and I'm not someone that's easily offended by anyone, but, you know, Vietnam were playing, playing them and we beat them. Would we say, like, enjoy the napalm? No, you wouldn't. So why are you making Hiroshima jokes? That's, it's messed up. But I'll tell you something. I may be in the minority here, but I do not like the Little League World Series. And it has nothing to do with the kids and them playing. There's so many elements about it that I rem- I remember from from Little League. And, and one of them is the overzealous parents. And I can understand why they're excited. They're in the Little League World Series. This isn't your shitty little tournament uh, that in any town USA. But still, it's those crazy parents that make youth sports terrible. And I don't even have kids. I know those parents, though. I remember them. They were fucking awful. The yelling, the screaming, the just... And, and how mad they'd get and almost seeing fights in the in the state it's disgusting don't you people have any self-respect you want your fucking kid playing god almighty but then there's the other parts you see the little kids cry i mean this is this is a huge stage this is a national this is global it's most likely these kids will never be on a stage this big in their entire life and you got a camera right in their face when they're crying my god that's going to be shown on YouTube for or whatever the next venue is after YouTube. That's going to be shown forever. Those kids don't deserve that. It's fucking it's terrible, man. I, I really don't like that. That annoys me. It's okay to see professional athletes cry. I don't have an issue with that. They're getting paid millions of dollars. These kids are paying... I was going to say squat and dick, but squat and dick. And I'll tell you, even me, I remember as a... As a... Um, Little League player, yeah, I was decent, whatever. I made the all-star team a few times. I was okay. But I was such a high-strung player, I didn't want to fuck up. You know, I took it way too seriously, and that's all all organized sports. Through high school, I took basketball way too seriously, man. And I used to get nervous in a Little League. My parents just wanted to go there and see me play. I didn't even want them in the stands, because as soon as I looked at them, I got nervous. I got nervous. Some of you are saying, well, maybe you weren't ready for the big stage like Williamsport. Maybe I wasn't. Maybe I wasn't. But I don't know. You know, I got to stop ending things by saying blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Jerry, I don't know sometimes. Um, but that's my spiel on the Little League World Series. I just... It, it's good. You know what? It's great to see little kids happy when they win, but there's always a loser. And to see those kids like that, I sound like, boy, what, what is this? What, what is this from Brian? Feel nice for losers? They're kids. Come on. Think I give a shit about the losing professional team? Who cares? Anyways, so the last thing I wanted to talk about today was the Red Sox made a move. I know some of you are thinking, who cares? They're terrible. Um, which is true. But the Red Sox made a move that made no sense to me and all of New England. And yes, I'm a Yankee fan, but I, mean, I think that in order to know your enemy, in order to root against your enemy, you have to know your enemy. So I'm well I'm well informed of Don Orsillo. I've watched tons of games on Nestle. And I've listened to plenty of games on WEI. And the Red Sox parted ways with Don Orsillo uh, last week. Why? Nobody knows. You know, in 2011, TBS went after him. They really like because he's been doing the playoffs with him since 2007. Every I don't know if every year, but a lot of years. But his dream job was with the, with the Boston Red Sox. He's a Massachusetts native. He's been doing this since 2001. And they got rid of him. I mean, 
How can you get rid of stuff like I this? I can't circle. I don't have my telestrator today. But why? here comes a pizza. See it? <laughs> oh, jeez. Highly unnecessary. Guy with the Patriots jacket, and of course he's been asked to leave the ball game for ruining a good piece of pizza. <laughs> I think it's just another bad move um, by the Red Sox. And you notice that a lot of moves recently with the Boston Red Sox, eh, you could say that about a lot of franchises, but particularly the Boston Red Sox, they're never good. They're never good. Um, Now, the team gave the... Now, Nesson is obviously the one that said, we're going to go a different way. Well, they said the team wanted to go in a different direction. Uh, but it's it's you cannot actually get Nesson cannot actually get rid of Don Orsillo. It has to be approved by the Boston Red Sox. And who are the two people that they look at when it comes to this? There's two people they look at as the uh, executioners, and that's John Henry and Red Sox chairman Tom Warner. Warner, who was the second place vote getter in the to next be the next MLB commissioner, which obviously went to Rob Manfred. Now they brought in Dave O'Brien, who is the play-by-play on the red on the radio side. Joe Castiglione is the color. Well, they go back and forth. I guess the, I forget that all guys go back and forth the color and play-by-play. Just listening to John and Susan, um, John does the play-by-play the whole game. Uh, he basically says Dave O'Brien is an upgrade over Don Orsillo, and that he was actually mad at Orsillo when saying it was a miscommunication. We informed Don almost immediately when the decision had been made within a few days. We thought it would be kept confidential. It wasn't. So let's get this straight. The Boston Red Sox wanted Don Arcillo to keep doing the remainder of the shitty season without letting anyone know. With just saying, oh, this is fun. Oh, boy, I'm loving this. And they say it's because the ratings are down. That, that, I don't know if they've actually said that, but that is the, the major rumor that the ratings are down. The team sucks. Would you want to watch Hanley Ramirez try to man left field all the time? I wouldn't. I, I go over there to purely... I go back on the channels to purely hear Don Orsillo and Jerry Remy. And what do they say about Jerry Remy next year? Uh, Jerry's in our plans for next season. He will be on the telecast. We haven't finalized that. But he will be involved. That's code for he may not even be involved at all. I, I it's, it's, it's truly mind-bending because Don Orsillo is a pro. That guy is good. He's very good at his job. He's got a great personality. Him and Remy. I'm a Yankee fan. Again, I enjoy those two. I'd rather have Don Orsillo in there than, than Michael Kay. And Michael Kay's not the worst. But, I mean, I'd rather have Orsillo in there than Michael Kay with his, with his fingers over his hands. I mean, fingers over his hands. With his hands under his chin saying to Paul O'Neill, Oh, so you were a big leaguer. What, did, did you like hitting the ball? It just, he asked these dumb questions that, like, fangirls ask. Michael Kay's not terrible, okay? I'm not a fan, but I'm not going to go all in on him. But I'll take down Arcillo any day. And the rumors now is that he's going to accept some sort of... Uh, well, not some sort. He's going to accept a role with the Los Angeles Angels. Of Anaheim. Just so you know. Of Anaheim. Uh, I, you got to think, what are the Red Sox doing? What are they doing? Because... Again, like I was saying, sometimes the, the exits from the Red Sox are not always the most pleasant. Roger Clemens of late. Terry Francona. Who else am I missing? I'm missing someone else. Well, Manny Ramirez, but I mean, I think everyone had had, uh, had enough of Manny by the end in Boston. I don't think that was an issue, but... I remember they said about Roger Clemens. They said, hey, uh, Dan Duquette? Roger's in the twilight of his career. 
twilight of his career. Then he went to Blue Jays, went on to the Toronto Blue Jays, and won, well, Blue Jays and Yankees won four Cy Youngs, and uh, and Houston. Are there any other ones? No, okay, uh, four Cy Youngs. And I think 162 more games. So so much for the twilight. Uh, who else? There's somebody else I'm missing that there was this unceremonious exit. Is that it? No, I guess that's really it. The other guys, I really. I really can't say we're terrible. Johnny Damon. Johnny Damon left as a contract negotiation issue. I think that guy just wanted to experience everything. He's that sort of guy and a few extra million dollars with the Yankees. But And I remember Clemens when he was with the Blue Jays. Every time he came there to Fenway, he'd walk off that mound on a strikeout or something. He'd look up at that owner's box. He'd look up there. The Red Sox fucked up big time, and it's pretty disgusting. They bring in Day. Day uh, Dave O'Brien, who's good, he's good, he's, he's done a lot of sports, but to break up that, what what do you really have for Remy anymore? What, what do you have? Orsillo and Remy are a package deal. I, I'm sorry, I stole that from Jared Cannabis, Cannabis, Carabas's podcast, Section 10 podcast. If you're a Red Sox fan, that's a must-listen-to podcast, by the way. It's a barstool guy. Uh, they're a package deal, though. You, yin and Yang, you gotta have them together. I don't think it works without them. Or at least for Remy's sake. I think Orsillo can go wherever he wants and still succeed. He's a pro. He has a great voice doing this. But Red Sox disappointing their fans in every freaking way imaginable this year. They should be ashamed of themselves. So that's the podcast for this week. In the next few weeks, uh, podcast for today, hopefully. Uh, in the next few weeks, I plan to have a few guests on. And... Uh, I know, Brian, you, you promised us things last time, and uh, you didn't do it. You, you you didn't come through. And for that, I apologize. And for that reason, I'm out. Uh, no, I'm still in. Um, but you'll see me soon. And in case you ever want to know, you can listen to the show on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, YouTube, and follow me at BrianBuck13, or just follow the show if you want, at Red Ticket Blues. And remember to like the Red Ticket Blues page on Facebook. Yes, Facebook. Political views, baby pictures, uh, what people eat, fucking Cheerios they ate for breakfast today, blah, 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 their night out on the town, what they did this weekend. I don't give a shit about any of it, honestly. Go to the Facebook page. Just log into Facebook, like it, log off. You don't have to talk anymore. All right, I've kept you here long enough. Everyone, I'm out of here. <laughs>